2: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex.
2: Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
4: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. There's a recipe for getting your car running just right. And ebaymotors.com has all the ingredients you need. They have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. Now that's tasty. ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Whether you upgrade your car because you need to or because you want to, eBay Motors has all the car parts you need, over 122 million of them, from new rims to seat cushions, all at the right prices. ebaymotors.com.
3: Let's ride. Hey, singles. Do you feel like a tourist in your own town? Too busy to enjoy all your city has to offer? Events and Adventures organizes up to 30 unique get-togethers around town each and every month. We do all the work, so you have all the fun. Get started by visiting eventsandadventures.com today.
5: Ladies and gentlemen. You want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks.
3: That's all we
4: need!
5: We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon.
6: Week 8 is in the books. Chiefs get a win over the Giants and we start to look ahead for Week 9. What Week 9 will have is uh, still a little bit up in the air at the time of this recording. The NFL trade deadline has not passed Mike Harmon, so there could be some deals done. There were some deals done earlier in the week on Monday, Von Miller is traded, but there could be some names that could be moved about. I just kind of wanted to throw that warning out there just so people realize that this was recorded before any deals are made because there are some names that have popped up and we've talked about them on the podcast, but we will try to try to do our best to at least get you set up for success in week nine with everything we know at this point.
7: Well, and with injuries starting to create some strange bedfellows and some old fantasy favorites coming back into the mix, you Never know what's going to happen. You also said deals. Uh, well, you know you can go to Thursday's game, the Jets and Mike White, hero of the day, uh, at Indianapolis, as low as twenty bucks. Dan, oh. several games on the Week Nine slate where you're getting is under fifty dollars. So if there's a fantasy guy that lets you down through the first eight weeks, you could really let him hear it live and in living color for fifty bucks or less.
6: Oh man, how many people are going to be riding the? the Mike White train on Thursday night. I don't know if I could I don't know if I could do that again. I don't know if I could tell my wife that I need to stay away from the baby because I have to watch Mike White because I'm playing him in fantasy, but it could make for one heck of a roller coaster ride on Thursday.
7: Well, you know what? That's one of the few wins that I'm really patting myself on the back for. One of my three things from the week 8 preview saying White Knight And to put that dollar DFS bid, you know, and put Mike White in and let it ride, baby. He was the number 3 quarterback of the week. Uh, All smoke and mirrors, a lot of yak. Uh, And I still really have no idea who's going to catch the ball in the end. But you know what? Uh, We'll get to that game in earnest uh, a little bit later. But, hey, why not? Uh, Robert Sala is all all in, in on saying, hey, anything can happen. So I say this, if your team's down in the dumps, still plenty of time to make it back up.
6: There are some quarterbacks on by. Uh, You're probably not playing Jared Goff, so you don't have to worry about him. Fourth and eleven. Probably oh, not playing Taylor Heineke. Don't have to worry about him. But you may be playing Tom Brady. He is on by, and the Seahawks are on bye as well, hoping to get Russell Wilson back in Week 10. Let's take a, a quick look at what happened on Monday night. Giants and Chiefs. Chiefs escaped with a 20-17 victory. And, yeah, I do mean escape because it was a game where Kansas City uh, – Made mistakes like they've been making all year. Giants uh, ended up being the Giants on the final drive. Casey gets the win. This is my takeaway from this. Travis Kelsey right now is in the midst of a stretch that he hasn't seen in about two years. He's had his second game where he hasn't surpassed 30 yards in receiving in the last five. It's the second time in the last five games that Travis Kelsey has not topped 30 yards. He had 23 yards Monday night against the Giants. Or excuse me, 27 yards against the Giants. He had a game a few weeks back against the Eagles where he only had 23 yards. So there's there's something going on with Travis Kelsey. However, I think that something will be going on in a good way with Travis Kelsey. I do not think that this is a long-term trend, Mike. I think you'll see things turn around. I think Kansas City knows that there is something going on. He even saw it with the fumble. Maybe he's just, he's not there, he's not locked in, but I would not sell on Travis Kelsey right now, and I think better days are ahead.
7: Yeah, bottom line is he's still the number one tight end for the year. Yeah. Which, if you go through the list of your top ten, there's a couple of names in there that you do a double take. To put it in perspective, Kyle Pitts is your number six tight end. He's literally had two good weeks all year. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And he's one of our disappointments coming out of week eight games. But the, the difference between he and Kelsey is only 35 points for the year. To, to show you how the, the separation is not there. We had Mark Andrews, right? He had one monster game that really accounted for a lot of his value when you, when you get into straight leagues not looking at PPR necessarily. Hawkinson's been fairly consistent when healthy. But you're still wringing your hands, again, owing to the Jared Goff, Dan Campbell phenomenon and what we've seen. So, for Travis Kelsey and and for the Chiefs offense, you know how they fix things, Dan? Don't turn the ball over on 25% of your offensive possessions. How about that? You know, and and Patrick Mahomes in in the Monday Night Affair got away with a couple. Uh, Again, you know, because we heard a lot in the last two to three weeks before we're sitting down to record coming out of week eight of, well, all the ones he used to get away with, he's not. Okay. So that would say at some point, some of these start going the other way. And you saw a couple of them in the Monday night game. He had the one free play where he threw it up. uh, And then a couple others that uh, just inexplicable. Oh, wait, that's why they play defense. They can't catch. Sorry. Tom Brady did the, the chasing cars thing. I'm not going that far. But, you know, there, there is a thing. You, you're speedy, and you can hang with the receivers, but if you could catch, you'd probably be on the other side of the ball, right? I think we can all stipulate to that. But Travis Kelsey, week to week, the targets are going to be there. The overall production may not write four for 29, but he did have seven targets after he'd been forgotten for a while. And I, I suspect Patrick Mahomes going forward, next three games on the slate are pretty tough. Uh, you're going to need to target him early and often to get him involved. Otherwise, things are going to go awry.
6: Yeah, it's just been a tough stretch. And when I looked back at, at the. There was a stretch actually early on in their season in 2019 where he had he kind of had a stretch like this and then turned it on towards the end of the season that's what i think he's he's going to do he's had just one touchdown in the last 6 games that's odd as well i think that changes and really to your point his bad days are actually good days for some other tight ends, and we take Travis Kelsey and we compare him to likely other wide receivers because where he was drafted at the beginning of the season. But you always have to remember that he is a tight end, right? and yeah, you are hoping for those you know for for those monster days. We haven't seen this stretch, but we lately, but we did see it two years ago, and it got better after that. I think you're going to see that with the Chiefs. That was my takeaway from Monday night in the Kansas City win.
7: Yeah, I think the curiosity uh, to finish up on Kelsey, uh, and and I'd be curious league league to league, how many have issued the straight tight end position for the hybrid wide receiver tight end to where his value gets compromised. Right? Mm-hmm. Where you don't have a, a specific tight end value. Doesn't mean he's still not uh, a great option season long, but what it, it's like Major League Baseball. If a guy has the catcher tag, all of a sudden he's a hero if he can hit. Because yeah. there are many of them. Right, or back in the day, a second baseman or a shortstop before the uh, advent of Uh, of a new era of Taking Mike
6: Piazza first in many of baseball drafts, yes.
7: You know what I mean? Go back to all those, and, and you think about National League Baseball and people romanticize. It's like, you had three guys in the lineup that couldn't hit. Second baseman generally couldn't hit. The catcher generally didn't hit. And the pitcher sure as hell didn't. So it's like... Yeah, I could have a 2.5 ERA pitching against a lineup where I got three outs every time Ugh. through, uh, but I digress. Uh, the, the second point is, um, at least for for one night, maybe one night only, uh, while we kept wondering if Frank Gore had been resurrected uh, into the National Football League. No, it was Derek Gore. Uh, Levin carries 48 yards and a touchdown, and Darrell Williams also with 13 for 49. They ran the ball effectively. Not overwhelming, but there were there were at least two drives where they leaned on the running game quite a bit. I think that's going to be important going forward. Keep that defense off the field and give a little more balance. Linebackers have to cheat up perhaps a little bit more. And you can find Kelsey some space over the middle. You can find Tyreek Hill or McCole Hardman on these little slants and see if you can't. You know, the sluggo as you love to call it, to see if you can't find them some yak along the way. So, yeah, anybody that's burying the Chiefs, and I've had to yell at my partner during the week, Jason Smith, on this, like nobody in the AFC is running away and hiding. This offense will continue to put up points so long as Patrick Mahomes takes care of the football, which to this point has been a tall order. They came into this uh, Monday night game, Dan, the only team with a worst turnover differential was Jacksonville after their mm. – uh, Horrid display against your Seattle Seahawks, on Sunday.
6: That's that's some exclusive company. Yeah, no, Chiefs and Jags. Yeah. Wow. Oh man, think, think about that. that. Yeah, that no, that, that actually really puts it in perspective because. When you you think of all the talent that is on Kansas City, and maybe sometimes it's a little bit more overblown because we're we're so infatuated with Patrick Mahomes and in that offense. But no, that that's really interesting. Anyway, Chiefs get the win to wrap up Week Eight over the Giants. Uh, there, there were many a times, Mike, back in the day, where I'd say, well. I didn't take Piazza. I I just I ended up taking Jason Kendall later on. It's, I I probably have said that about three or four times in my lifetime. And if I didn't take Piazza, I was taking someone like Jason Kendall later on and be like, oh, he'll he'll be all right. You know, that's, that's he'll it's give me enough.
7: a little bit in each category. I'll be yeah
6: there. yeah. Give me a little little Javi Lopez. Uh, the uh, the the report cards. You already talked about one that you hit for week eight, and that would be Mike White's magnificent performance with the New York Jets. How does the report card look uh, the rest of the way, Mike, for uh, week eight for you?
7: I'd give myself a solid—I uh, don't know, probably a B minus. Maybe I'm more right. critical. But the quarterback position was a bit of a mess, right? When you look up at that top five, where you had Mike White, Justin Fields, and Jimmy Garoppolo, sandwiched by Josh Allen and Tom Brady, it's—it's uh, it's a mixed bag up there because a number of guys that I thought would give you a performance, including Mahomes. Not that it was a get-right Mahomes performance, right? I wasn't like some predicting the forty-point breakout night. I just don't know that this this team is is where it's at right now and and look the Giants did a great job with the with the defense saying all right I'll we'll give you the under and we're going to run up and make tackles as they did all night long I went counter to, uh, you know, did the, you know, opposite kind of thing, the conventional wisdom, thinking Justin Herbert could put up some points. Went for two touchdowns, fine, 223, but also two picks. So that's good enough for a mid QB two ranking. That's not good enough for us. Uh, Kirk Cousins had the big play, big possession early. And then Dallas just shut him down from there. 184 and a touchdown, 18 rushing yards. That's good for 19th, uh, which is also uh, good enough for trash. Uh, And then Jalen Hurts, when you see 44 points on the board, you're probably doing a little dance, right? Yes. If you weren't watching that game. And then what did you see? You saw Nick Sirianni just say, we are going to run the ball down your throat all day long. 103 passing yards for Hertz. Did have 71 rushing yards, but that was good enough just for 11 points and a number 25 ranking for Week 8. And that's the one that – that's probably the L that hurt the most, right? Because when you have a a blowout scenario and you don't find the end zone at all and everybody else is feasting, that's the thing. That and Detroit let us both down in a huge way. Uh, this I'm 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 not predicting anymore. I hope you go Owen 17.
6: <laughs> we we were on the Lions to get win number one, and we swung and missed badly on that yeah. one. I also swung and missed where I like Trevor Lawrence as part of my three-point conversion, and he threw for 238 yards and a touchdown, uh, but was picked off. Not the game that I thought he would have in Seattle. Elijah Mitchell did have a game against the Bears, something that I did think would happen. 137 yards and a touchdown in the Niners' win, so I'll put that in my back pocket. And it might give me one reach, Missed on Mac Jones. He unfortunately was around where Jalen Hurts was in those quarterback rankings. Threw for 218 yards, but no touchdown passes at all, so he wouldn't have worked out for you. But I did tell you to bench Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb only had six yards on the ground against Pittsburgh and one reception for eight yards, so that probably didn't do too much for you. As the uh, Browns fell to the Steelers, fifteen to ten, it was one of those games, Mike, that we had talked about with the over under and and uh, being one on, on the low end. Niners and Bears ended up completely blowing away the over under, but Steelers and Browns ended up uh, living up to the billing with only twenty five points in that game.
7: Yeah, really grinding it out there. I mean, at least from a an offensive perspective, you did get uh, a little bit of love from Najee Harris so I guess you 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 take that and move forward but overall uh just a a a grinded out kind of game I I I like those right you're on the edge of your seat because one play it's like watching a soccer match or or watching an NHL game where there's going to be that one play uh and, and it never came Uh, in that Pittsburgh and Cleveland game. Uh, But Najee Harris, 91 yards and a touchdown on the ground. That was good enough for seventh. You you hit with your Elijah Mitchell, uh, 137 yards on the ground. You saw Justin Fields with the, you know, the wizardry on that running effort, that's one where I'd be yelling a, the, as if I was the defensive coordinator, it's like, you owe me like 35 laps for not tackling him in the backfield when <laughs> when he's there. It's like he's standing there. Just hit him. Uh, the other victories on the, you know, I got to take the other victory laps make myself feel better, Dan. Uh, Joe Mixon got it done. Not huge yardage, 91 total, uh, but a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Daryl Henderson, even though the Rams left the back door open, spread was 16. Yeah, I'll yell about it here because I can. Uh, so that's – and I in my three, point, uh, three, three things, I had uh, Mike Evans was going to score and keep the ball. I got half of it right. 48 <laughs> yards on the, the touchdown, yeah. but he gave the ball away. Like, when, when are these guys going to realize that every one of those could be the last? It just <laughs> – I, I – I'm incredulous. What are they going to do? go on? A fact-finding mission? Do they have chips in there so they can go find them if it ends up being Brady's last touchdown ball? Oh, yeah. It ended up back at... Where Where did it end up? East Rutherford, New Jersey. You have to track her all the way up the Eastern Seaboard.
6: What do you do if, if you're Cyril Grayson and you catch that touchdown pass? You humbly I mean, just
7: hand it back to... Uh, <laughs> you just say, uh, Tom, I'm going to give this back to you. Let's, you know, as soon as you throw another one, I get it back, right?
6: Yeah, yeah, that, that, that should be the case. First career touchdown. Yeah, if it was his last, what do you do? This is my only touchdown. You've thrown 600 of them. I think I should keep the ball. No,
7: that's just it. I'm, I'm taking this back the next touchdown you throw, okay? That's the deal. <laughs> my first, you're going to sign it.
6: <laughs> oh, man. And
7: then we're going to go from there. But, yeah, it was a crazy weekend. Really, in, in a lot of these games, you know, you look at the leaderboard uh, position by position. A lot of guys cracking, you know, the top list that you wouldn't expect. Some of our favorites, you know, long-time list.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming
0: this summer. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their hand-cooked test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
2: of
7: the podcast and our work at Fox Sports Radio. Dan, I mean, we've extolled the virtues of A.J. Brown. We've been waiting on Michael Pittman. He scores twice early. He was one of the great lineup calls you know, discussions for the for the week uh, based on what he's been. Tyler Lockett, I'm guessing, was on a lot of benches, even with a bad Jacksonville team yeah. on tap. He finishes sixth for the week uh, in PPR leagues with those 12 for 142. Uh, and then Debo Samuel just keeps running. It's got to be frustrating given the uh, heavy hitters you've got in that lineup.
6: Well, Debo doesn't get into the end zone. Mitchell only gets in once, and it's Jimmy Garoppolo with the two touchdown (laughs) runs. Jimmy. Uh, What a day it was in Chicago.
5: We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons. But we made it through, and now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mudflow. I know, but you've got this too. And one way to get this is to get this flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at FloodSmart.gov wildfires.
3: This episode is brought to you by Royal Caribbean, an award-winning global cruise line. A vacation is what you make it. So are you ready to make the most of it? A Royal Caribbean adventure is the perfect opportunity to not just take a vacation, but to take it for all it's worth. We know you're eager to get back out there. And with Royal Caribbean, you can make the most of the moment and rise to the vacation. This is not just a cruise. This is the biggest, boldest vacation on land or at sea. This is pushing the limits of what could be done at sea and on land, breaking records and earning honors along the way. With over 270-plus destinations from the Caribbean, Alaska to Europe, and the biggest ships in the world to take you there, each one of our cruises is packed full of onboard features you won't find anywhere else, like the tallest slide at sea and the tallest water slide in all North America. Plus, dining that takes your taste buds on a world tour. Jaw-dropping entertainment, an award-winning service delivered by a crew that comes to us from over 140 countries. So just don't take a vacation. Rise to the vacation. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Visit RoyalCaribbean.com to learn more.
5: This winter, there's something for everyone with the Disney Bundle. Unforgettable stories on Disney Plus, like Marvel Studios' Eternals. It's beautiful, isn't Disney. And Disney's Encanto. This is my chance. Fan favorites on Hulu, like Pen 15 and The Great. <laughs> And epic sports on ESPN Plus, like Man in the Arena, Tom Brady, and over 1,000 NHL games. Get the Disney Bundle today for only $13.99 a month. Includes Hulu ad-supported plan. Access content from each service separately. Terms apply. See the DisneyBundle.com for details.
6: There's already been news uh, sandwiched in between week 8 and week 9. Some big news. Let's hit those headlines. Mm-hmm. Let's start with the Derrick Henry injury. Now this is going to, we're, we're not going to sh- sugarcoat it. I almost said a different word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is I was, a, I meant let's to go to our sugar. game show. I did it is meant, a blank. <laughs> I, I, I did mean to say sugarcoat, but it almost came out as something else accidentally. Derrick Henry is going to cripple a lot of fantasy teams. Yes. There are a lot of fantasy teams who rode Derrick. Henry's success to great records to the midway point of the fantasy season and now he is gone is there any silver lining is there any any some sort of uh you know what is the word that i'm trying to uh is, is there anything that you could salvage from this if you are a derrick henry owner is do you do you, Pick up Julio Jones if he is available because he's been out with injuries. What is the situation? What do you do if you have Derrick Henry on your team? Well,
7: they, they make the move to bring in Adrian Peterson, so everybody will lob a bunch of their free agent acquisition budget on the wish and a prayer that he's some semblance of the guy we remember. Mm-hmm. Right? Even last year, what he averaged, 3.9 yards per carry, had seven touchdowns for Detroit and the hope is that behind a better offensive line with a better set of skill position players around him not that Detroit last year see that's the problem is folks forget all those guys that left Detroit after last year they actually yeah. had a pretty decent receiving core and they let them all leave uh but now we look at what Tennessee has and AJ Brown found his way the last couple of weeks Ryan Tannehill has proven in the past that you could put it on his shoulder. Obviously, you need some semblance of consistency out of the run game. Uh, McNichols has shown up on, on again, off again as a receiver, so he may factor in a little bit. But I suspect that as soon as he's ramped up and able to go, you're going to see an awful lot of Adrian Peterson really quick. So you go there. Otherwise, you're looking to the waiver wire and, and trying to see if you can't. You know, it, it's going to vary so much league to league as to what's going to be available there. Mm-hmm. But when when we look at it overall, Dan, the the opportunities. Are going to be from some of these returning guys, you know, like a Tariq Cohen coming back to the backfield in Chicago, to where maybe there's an opportunity for him to come in and play a role. David Montgomery will come back as well, so you know we'll see what the split is when you've got all of those mouths to feed. Because Damian Williams is still there as well. Uh, Boston Scott and Philadelphia, along with Jordan Howard, will be big plays this week Jordan Howard the goal line guy with um, Miles Sanders but do you trust that they're going to continue to run the ball like they did this week or was that just a matchup against Detroit let's just not take any chances and finish the job like this is where you you really start hitting the waiver wire more than anything because in Tennessee proper of, of guys that are already there I mean how much do you trust Julio Jones you'll claim him yeah to play defense as much as anything
6: yeah, that's, that's – there's – I saw debates on Twitter and people saying there's nothing you can do with Derrick Henry. Like, it's such a – it's such a catastrophic loss, and nobody's going to – because Henry's now out of the lineup, it's going to affect A.J. Brown, and it's going to affect uh, Julio Jones and Ryan Tannehill uh, and how they perform. And I agree with that, but I still think that you have to pick up some of the yards somewhere, and I actually think it will be in the passing game. So I I, I do subscribe to the Titans pass catchers as getting uh, a little bit more. It may not all be to A.J. Brown, may not be any to A.J. Brown, Mike, but I think they are going to have to lean on the arm of Ryan Tannehill a little bit more. So when you see a boost, that's where I at least see it coming when it comes from the Tennessee Titans in the absence of Henry. Yeah, I think I just, it'll
7: be curious, Dan, just to see beyond Brown, you know, who's who's gonna end up getting to pick up some of those targets? I mean, you have Josh Reynolds who who's a potential option for you there. The tight ends are, are really nothing. We we saw a little bit from Furkser mm-hmm. early in the year, but does he necessarily pick up more coming out of this? Um Chester Rogers is still on the roster. I mean, you've got some, you know, really deep options, and and really it's you've got 25 touches that you have to figure out what to do with, right? At a base, 25 yeah. plays for Ryan Tannehill. And to your point, also just start doing the schedule watching as well. There's a lot of pretty decent spots on this on this schedule. Now, this Sunday Sunday night for Week 9, you're, you're in Los Angeles to play the Rams, not exactly a powerhouse uh, spot for you uh, to, to excel. And then the Saints travel to Tennessee. So you got those two games. The next two weeks are going to be difficult to navigate. But then you've got the Texans. Patriots are strong defense. Then you've got the Jaguars. You just watch them roll over belly up if it's a short week then uh, you got an opportunity for urban myers guys to show show up but longer week they tend to uh kind of drift away on you uh then you got pittsburgh then you got the 49ers and down the stretch you got miami and the texans so there's five or six games on the schedule that you circle saying there's potential for huge offensive output uh but these next two weeks whew, it's potential for some slim margins yeah. there
6: yeah, it could be some tough sledding, especially with the Rams. I think there's going to be some juice in Southern California with the addition of Von Miller. The other big injury that I think we need to hit on is Jameis Winston and the Saints. This is this is a big deal for a couple of reasons, Mike, that I think and how it plays out is, obviously with Winston gone, uh, your guy Trevor Simeon comes in. Witness the dawning of a new era
4: in automotive luxury Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
0: Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Pirelli test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying
1: should be. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
6: Let's go, cats! Go, cats! Yep, go, cats! I knew that was that was happening. Yeah, but with with Taysom Hill possibly coming back, now the Saints are going to have a decision to make. Um, Sean Payton saying that Hill is progressing well on track from his concussion. If Taysom Hill ends up being the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, it has such a trickle down effect to Alvin Kamara and Kamara's. Output I think affected as well with just the addition of Mark Ingram within the past week. Something that I think we touched on a little bit on the on the last podcast. But uh, you know, if if I'm someone with shares in Alvin Kamara, this Jameis Winston injury is a tough one, especially considering. How Hill really took a lot of the goal line carries last year when he came in. Now you are bringing Mark Ingram, and if you would have Hill at quarterback, that would be worrisome to me. So if you're an Alvin Kamara guy, I think you kind of need Trevor Simeon to keep that job.
7: Yeah, I think you also walk in uh, if you're Alvin Kamara with a tape to Sean Payton of the, uh, the Packers. Uh, this past week and go alright, here's what they did with Aaron Jones the last couple of weeks mm-hmm. I, I want to play uh, the slot and a little bit outside get me the yeah. ball, let-, let Ingram run between the tackles, throw me the ball as a wide out, because you don't have any discernible targets on a week to week basis, guys pop up on the radar and are gone just as fast as they came. but to your point yeah, I think the goal line work and Ingram's appearance certainly doesn't help Instill any confidence that Camara is going to get a bunch of looks there, even before Taysom Hill comes back. But I look—we've talked about Taysom Hill a lot, and certainly last year uh, on the on the podcast a bunch in those weeks that he he was the quarterback, put up good numbers against a bad Atlanta defense twice. Mm-hmm. That helps to skew things. Yep. Uh, not to say he's a he's a bad player by any stretch, but folks uh, tend to overvalue him because, I mean, he does he's a a different kind of player. There's no question. For fantasy purposes, uh, he's fantastic if you can get the dual position eligibility, but as a QB, I don't think you're going to be winging it around, and their schedule doesn't have nearly the number of holes on it that Tennessee's does if we're going to do the one-to-one comparison. Uh, I think to your point, Trevor Simeon under center is better for Camara. I just keep waiting to see if there's going to be another option to emerge on this this offense. Because as, as of now, we're eight weeks in, and as well as they've played in spots and they got the huge win against Tampa, we haven't seen it.
6: Yeah, there's, there's been no one else worth playing at all on the New Orleans Saints. This episode is brought to you by AT&T Fiber, and we just want to say we know there's nothing better
4: in the world than getting a great deal like getting upgraded to a better seat on a long flight or getting a free dessert when you're a restaurant regular. Even that free latte you get when you fill up your punch card, a deal just makes it taste better. And now, as an AT&T Wireless customer, you can get an exclusive deal on super-fast Internet from AT&T Fiber. You'll get faster upload speeds and a great deal with AT&T Fiber. That means smooth gaming, reliable video calls, and a quality work-from-home experience. It might not be as tasty as a free donut with your coffee, but it is pretty sweet. You can learn more at att.com slash Limited availability in select areas. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jackson Hewitt. This year, there's more at stake with your taxes than ever. Thousands more. New tax credits could mean a bigger refund. And Jackson Hewitt Tax Pros are here to help you track down every last credit. Credits for having a baby, going back to school, caring for a parent, and even becoming self-employed. Get credit for all you do, and you could discover thousands of dollars in new tax credits. Schedule an appointment with a tax pro and learn more at jacksonhewitt.com.
6: All right, we touched on the Henry injury, Jameis Winston, buys for the Bucks, Seahawks, Washington football team, and Lions. I think we're gonna introduce a new segment, and it's uh who not to stream when it comes to defenses in the NFL. Our executive producer is Ryan Bersinger. And a few episodes ago, we brought you the information that Ryan played Ryan, what do you, you played the Jets defense against the Patriots, right?
8: That's correct, yes. And
6: they gave you negative eleven points. Yes. And, and and Brian and San Pedro actually uh said that you should change your fantasy name to negative eleven points for uh for how great that performance was. <laughs> the the great thing about Bershinger, Mike, is he may fail, but he's gonna stick to his guns. He's gonna stick to streaming defenses. And this is this is Bershinger's deal. What defense did you stream in week eight, Ryan Bershinger?
7: I streamed the Cincinnati Bengals because right. they were,
6: of course, playing the New York Jets. Right. Wow. This, Mike, this is why I actually like to grab good defenses. You know why? Because once in a while they're going to play really crappy teams. Like I I I, I was high in the Rams this year. So I've just stuck with the Rams defense, you know, throughout the season so far. And guess what? You know, we had, we had a game. There was a game against the Texans this past weekend. You know, like you're you're hoping for big things. I cannot live in the life of streaming defenses. And I, I'm not even owning Ryan Bershinger's team. And his streaming of defenses makes me nervous for all of these reasons. I, I am not a fan of this process, but I commend Bershinger to stick to his guns.
7: No, absolutely. Hey, once your pot committed... Yes, you know you you and look at, at any defense you wanted to just stow away they're they're not available to you so once once you're in you just you know hold your nose and hope for the best because as we we've seen in the National Football League for as long as well let's face it as long as the three of us are alive every week that's it, it's the best theater there is. And I'm a big fan of show tunes and and going to the theater with my girls. Nothing prepares me more for those kind of experiences than a week of NFL football, because I can't even match it in a theater.
6: (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, Burse. Who are you looking at streaming in week nine? <laughs> can, can, can we or do we need to save this for the next podcast? Because, I mean, you. Can, I would assume Colt, is Colt's defense m- may be available. Would the Colt's you double-
7: defense is available. Yes, yeah. I, did, I did check uh, in terms of defenses that are available for me. And, yeah. I think actually the Colts, even though they are playing the Jets, who apparently hate my fantasy team, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you got Mike White on a short week. I'm yeah. betting that it's a fluke. I would use
6: my priority on the Jet on on the Colts. I'm also looking at the Chargers against the Eagles. I'm looking at the Patriots against the Panthers. Uh, Raiders against Giants. Screw that. You're going Colts. You're <laughs> well, now of the Eagles showed train. they can
7: run the ball.
6: Yeah, exactly. They'll run it
7: on the the Chargers, right? That's true. They should be able to run on them all day long.
6: Yeah. With that three-headed
7: I, I, monster they've got uh, built there.
6: For the sake of this podcast, you must start the Colts. You must pick them up, and then we can, uh, you know – Eh, well, actually, you know what? I'm not even going to hold you to that. It's your fantasy team. You do what you got to do. But that's the life of streaming defenses with one Ryan Bershinger. And what we can do is we can actually check back next week when the week is all done, and then we can we can find out what advice you ended up uh, giving to the uh, to the audience. How about that? Perfect, perfect. Well, right. Maybe there. it's wor-
7: worthwhile looking at the San Francisco 49ers. They might be available to you because Kyler Murray has the ankle injury. So maybe maybe that opens up an opportunity for him, Dan.
6: Yeah, hey, Call I don't McCoy. know this Jets thing. This Jets thing. What are the odds that Mike White's going to have two straight weeks? Oh, wouldn't it you be? Know? It's
7: good theater for us in Sports Dog Radio, though.
6: <laughs>
0: if he
7: has another good game,
6: oh,
0: on man. the
7: road at Indy on a Thursday night. <laughs> it'll be hell for me because yeah. my teammate uh, Jason Smith in the evenings, the big Jets fan, it'll be just all Mike White all the time. But you know what? Anything that gets uh, Robert Sala all fired up and says, hey, maybe we have the guy who's the solution and it's not our number two overall pick, I like that. It's good theater for radio. Let's go.
6: By By the way, I, I, I was just thinking about this today, and I was actually thinking about this Watching uh, the Giants and Chiefs on Monday, the Giants are so boring. Yeah, like the Jets don't have any. Like the, the Jets really don't have any players. But I still think that there could be some interest in them. Zach Wilson, you mentioned Salah and his and his energy. There's there's a little bit of energy with them. The Giants to me are like the most boring team in the NFL. And and they they may have Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones and all these targets, but half of the guys aren't playing. The way that they play is pretty boring, and they're just like they're just there. Like the Giants to me are just so boring. I I, I would I would much rather be a Jets fan and at least to go with the ups and mostly downs with the Jets as of late than have to deal with some of the crap that the Giants because just is just is boring to me.
7: Well, the most exciting thing was Joe Judge in the postgame blaming all communication and bad clock management and timeout management on bad headsets, <laughs> saying he's been battling it for weeks. Dan, it's, it's, that's it. It's not that I can't coach, and no game oh. situations. It's that my equipment is bad, the technology and stuff.
6: Oh, geez, there's only there's only one judge that I like, and that's Judge Judy. And by the way, I encourage you to go to my Twitter page. You can, uh, you can get me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. You can also get Mike Harmon on Twitter, at Swollen Dome, because there is one heck of a clip where we find out that the defendants are dating each other. Right? Wow. Did you know that? Yeah. The other twist is that they're first cousins. So you'll <laughs> want to check out the clip. On Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox. That escalated Fox. quickly. Yeah, yes. And, and Judge Judy has a new show, so these shows that are airing are repeats from years back. But what a curveball it was on Judge Judy earlier this week. Did All you right. have
7: to hit the rewind and make sure you heard it right or
6: what? <laughs> oh, yes, I did. Oh, yes, I did. I was like, wait, what? Wait? Oh, okay. All right. Hey, whatever. whatever Maybe that's our next boat.
7: podcast. <laughs>
6: the Week right. in Judy. Oh man, you like Adrian Peterson as a pickup this week, uh, Derek Gore. I don't recommend it. I, I'm sorry, people. I, I just I, I wouldn't live with that. I wouldn't I wouldn't roll with that even after his performance. I would say Carlos Hyde uh, yep. with uh, with James Robinson could be a possible pickup in Week Nine.
7: Yeah, 15 tar, uh, total touches uh, in the loss to your Seattle Seahawks. So an opportunity there. Uh, in addition to AP, I mentioned him before. McNichols. I, I don't think there's a lot there, but it becomes a, all right, if if we're, we're starting to get into the desperation mode and filling roster spots. And again, we're at that critical juncture of starting, not quite jockeying for playoff seating, but staving off, you know, where, where someone else is, you know, breaking handcuffs becomes a, a strategic move here as well. Jordan Howard, again, looking at that matchup with the, chargers on tap yeah. you can run on them uh so you look at him you look at boston scott again who sounds more like a late night radio talk show caller than anything else but both of those guys scored touch multiple touchdowns this past week sanders on the ir so what does sirianni do hey let's run the ball this week and and uh, evidently, Miles uh, Sanders did send a, a note of congratulations uh, to coach. So
6: I, I was going to say, you know, thank you so much as someone who's had Miles Sanders' stock all season long and was waiting for it to f- finally come to fruition. Of course, he turns his ankle in week seven, and yeah, now the Eagles start running the ball.
7: Exactly. All right, Devontae Parker got back in. Eight catches, 11 targets, 85 yards, 2 with another top 15 performance. May not be the long-term guy there. Doesn't matter. While he's available, yeah. uh, he's been playing well for fantasy purposes, getting you some solid numbers. Rashad Bateman coming and out uh, of the, Quickly, I mean, just quickly. Yeah,
6: and the Dolphins have the Texans coming up, so even better.
7: Opportunity doth dock. Uh, Rashad Bateman, back-to-back games with six targets. Uh, the yardage totals haven't been huge, but seven receptions and 109 yards. But becoming more and more of a weapon for lamar jackson i suspect they figure out ways to get him the ball uh as well given what's going on in their run game with the veterans trying to make sure you, you cobble something together and how, how do you do things in 2021 well the short passing game becomes the extension of the run game which means i think you're going to see more abatement going forward and like uh, go back to the quarterback position there's probably not a lot of availability, but even though it goes against the advice of uh, streaming Bershinger, uh, Mike White, no. like I said, just wing it around. That was the part of the three point conversion last week. It's you're a bad team. Figure mm-hmm. out a way to make plays, right? What do you have to lose at this point? And they've slayed two Giants. Why not throw another wrench into whatever the machinery is of the Indianapolis
6: Colts? Oh, man, that Thursday night affair uh, is going to be dandy. No T.Y. Hilton already ruled out for the Colts. Yes. Yeah, I expect a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit more of Michael Pittman. And, heck, Michael Carter with the breakout game. We talk about Mike White so much, but uh, he, was, he was something else. And Tyler Johnson out of that backfield for the Jets with some value as yeah.
1: well. Yeah,
7: Carter was the number one running back for week eight. Mm. 77 and a score on the ground, nine catches, 95 yards. Uh, look, it didn't mean that White was flinging the ball a lot. Just remember, if it goes forward even six inches, it counts as a pass in this, uh, this version of the NFL. Uh, and, and Ty Johnson, as you mentioned, 15 yards rushing, but five catches, 71 yards and a score. Try to get them into playmakers' hands and let them find find a seam. Get a little bit of yak, and if that offensive line can block a little bit, wide receivers give you a little bit of of an effort on the edges. Maybe you can find you know a few extra yards and maybe another hit to pay dirt. So, you know, we get it's desperation time for some of these teams, Dan. Just like in the NFL. <laughs>
6: Uh, Hey, I feel you. No, I'm not even going to get my record in one of the leagues, but uh, it's been desperation week for a while. All right, get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Byer on Fox, and our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger. If you want to suggest defenses that he should uh, stream this week, you can find him on Twitter, at Ryan Bershinger. All right, Mike, we'll do it again later in the week and look ahead to week nine. How about that? Look
7: forward to it, Dan. Enjoy that Thursday night football. Catch oh, it, you. Should,
6: it should be a dandy for my Carmen. I'm Dan by This has been I Want to Reflect.
5: We just can't seem to catch a break, huh? So many rough fire seasons, but we made it through, and now there's another risk. All that charred soil and burnt vegetation can lead to floods and mud flow. I know, but you've got this, too. And one way to get this is to get this flood insurance. There's no rest for the West, but with flood insurance, you can rest assured that you're ready for whatever else nature throws at you. Protect the life you've built at floodsmart.gov wildfires.